down what's goody it's your man z and i'm back at it again y'all probably thought i gave up on niggas probably thought y'all weren't gonna see me eh? no i'm back i'm back i'm gonna do a uh fuck oops hopefully a uh, 50 minute to an hour but man i ain't 
I ain't on shit. I'm chilling. I'm off work tomorrow. Uh, I had my job. Um, job review today. Fuck. I'm looking like an all-star like I always am. I mean, fuck. He said he ain't got no problems with me. He wish he had 10 more of me. And I'm just like, fuck, I wish I'd bump me up some more on that, on that raise. But I take what I take. I shake and I shake. You dig? So it's a good day. I'm going to pull up a drink after this fucking podcast and play some games all night long because I crashed like shit last night. Yo, I got in the house 5 o'clock. Chief, chief, chief. Because um, I was waiting for uh, my stock earnings call to um, start. So I was just in here ripping the fucking cart. Chief, chief, chief. I lay down on the floor for a 20-minute nap. I wake up, it's 1230. I'm like, God damn. So uh, last night I slept on the floor from probably 8 to 1230. Some of the best fucking sleep I've had in a long time. Shout out to Azalea Banks. She was not capping. When she said, uh, throw your fucking mattress out in your bed frame, she's not capping. Throw that out. You don't need it. I could sleep on the floor. I can sleep on the floor all night. I mean, I've, I've done it all night twice. After she said that shit, I was like, I was like, man, this bitch tripping like fuck. But then I was like, let me see what she hitting on. Cause I just got some new carpet and they had just painted my room and shit. So I was like, fuck, if you want to sleep on the floor, probably the best time to do it is the fresh carpet. So I did it for two days and some of the best sleep ever. She is not lying with that shit. I am a uh, sleeper on my front and my back but I don't really do the sides I hate sleeping on my side so I mean I don't have a problem sleeping on the floor like that because if I'm sleeping um like flat out then it's just like I don't know it's hard to explain it's just it's hard for your body to you know like cave in and shit like that because I have a I, at least I think I have a weak core I'm not going to say I have a weak core because I do like I do my ab exercise and shit, and, like, I'm fine doing those with my ab. Like, I can work out my ab and shit. I said work out my ab. Work out my abs. But, like, when it's time to lay down, it's just something about, like, being on a really... um, How to fucking put it? Conforming mattress, I guess. I mean, I just need something that's hard as a fucking rock so that my body just has no way but to just lay flat out. So, I guess that's why the floor was so perfect for me, and... I don't know. I might be throwing out my mattress to Azalea. But another thing that's wrong with me when I do sleep is I, I have too many fucking pillows. How many pillows should you have when you sleep? Like, what's too many pillows? Because at first, when I used to, um, when I had my bed in, in school, I had, um, I'm going to say four or five, four or five pillows. I come home, I up my shit to maybe seven or eight pillows. But honestly, fuck, I ain't even got that big of a bed for seven pillows to be on. I got two two pillows on the wall, so uh, I, like, put my phone on them if I just want to roll over and look down straight to the floor, and I kind of want to put my arm hanging off the bed. Then I got my pillows on that side, so I can just hold my phone there and scroll with, you know. Eh, it's a set, weird setup. Uh, and then my problem with the pillows is when I do stack them, I'm sleeping on some on a a fucking incline and i just feel like i'm i i just know there's no debate about it i have fucked my back up because i'm 25 going on 25 and i shouldn't 
have back problems. And I know my back problems are coming from sleeping with too many pillows because it's a it's a pretty um, new thing. Uh, and it happened when I started stacking the pillow. So my so my back is not completely on the fucking mattress. It's it's more so um, my lower back is on it a little bit. And then you have like this this little angle. <laughs> and it's just nothing but a gap of space where, um, you know, like my mid uh, I'm, I'm not a. I'm not no fucking personal trainer, so I don't really know. I'm just going to say my mid-back. Fuck it. My mid-back. It's just like, it's not on anything. So it's just levitating the whole night while I'm sleeping. So uh, I'm just twisting and turning and shit, but I'm trying to adjust and fix that shit. So, I mean, I've been doing well late of, as of late. Um, I've been keeping it to two pillows minimum. I've gotten rid of all those fucking pillows. So I have two pillows now and one football one just to... Rotate around pretty small one just in case I need to put it in a specific area, you know. But damn, I didn't talk eight minutes on just. I said eight minutes. I didn't talk six minutes on just fucking bad sleeping. But hello, uh, shit. I ain't really got nothing to talk about. I ain't doing topics today for real. I'm just here shooting some shit. Oh, I'm lying. I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do one and one, only one. Only because it revolves around my life. So. I don't mind doing that one, but we are aiming, fuck, that's me, my my bad, y'all, I'm looking at TV, TV is fucking me up right now, that's why I'm I'm everywhere right now, I'm, I got, um, always sunny in Philadelphia, and so, this fucking Danny DeVito is catching me off guard with this shit, reading subtitles. So I'm going to focus on, I'm talking about aiming. I'm going to focus on fucking reselling. All week I've been looking at American sellers on, um, I said American sellers, American pickers, I think it's called on uh, Hulu. And American pickers is just a show about two guys named Mike and Frank. And they go around picking the junkiest fucking yards they could find on these back road countries and they flip shit. So it's been pretty informative for me because I am a reseller. I have my little, my little, um, store on eBay or whatever. And I got decent ass feedback. I have 198 feedback, a hundred percent positive. As far as I know, I got two things to sell tonight. Actually. Um, I said two things to sell, two things to fucking ship. I got to ship off this um, plastic model kit for this um, 1940 Ford sedan. And I got to ship off these Hirachis. So good day for reselling for me, especially because I've had these shits sitting for a minute. And I ain't never think anybody's going to fucking buy the Hirachis. It's missing the shoelace. And you know, how people so people people are so picky um, on eBay. That's another thing. But I'm, I'm jumping all over the place. So American pickers. So they go around and... They hit the junkiest spots they can find, you know, people who are borderline hoarders, kind of sort of, you know, and they just got nothing but old car parts and oil cans and um, they flip anything. So I've been watching that because it's just super informative and they've been teaching me a lot. So when I go out and I'm looking for um, places to flip shit now, I definitely want to start looking for people who are like borderline hoarders. But um, in the 
in the collecting as well. It's a it's a weird line they they look for. Like they're looking for not junk and old shit, just old shit, but you have to have some sort of Damn, it's hard to put it. Like you just gotta have an eye for it. Like they, they, they're re- that's why they're really good pickers at that though. Cause like they really pick some amazing people to pick their shit. Like instead of like knocking on, they do do like cold calls and they knock on random doors to um, find shit. But for the most part, they have this lady who is like um, sitting in the office finding people who are worthy enough to be picked from and bought shit. Um, um, worth being bought from. So they go around and doing all that shit, and they've just been teaching, teaching me um, oil cans are a hot thing. Old, um, old advertising signs. No matter, not, even if it's not fucking um, Pepsi or Coca Cola, um, old signs, old advertising. What else do they pick up? They pick up. Um, he fucking bought a mouse trap and sold that shit. Oh, old mouse mouse trap. Um, what else did he buy? He just they flip anything. So. That's just super informative. I I would have never thought that people bought mouse traps, but there are a lot of mouse trap collectors because they appreciate the mechanics of the fucking mouse trap. Like this one they had was pretty simple. It was just a um uh a steel cage kind of thing. It looked like a it was a true prison kind of sort of thing. The mouse walks into this spiral um steel little little um ball kind of thing and it closed it up on him and then they showed another one where like the mouse could go in it fall down into some water so people appreciate that shit so i'll be keeping my eye out for mouse traps but i'll definitely have my gloves on because he picked that shit up <laughs> bare hand like no problem uh what else what else what else did they pick up um they pick up uh paintings this is a um what the fuck they call this shit in rap punchings yeah I should know that fucking term. But yeah, I just had to step out. My mom's boyfriend came out here with a um, 2020 slingshot. And I've never seen those. I mean, I've seen those shits around, but I ain't never gotten no three-wheel car. That shit, all right. You know, definitely some nice shit for the summer. But um, I might make that the um, the picture for this week. He got a, a light blue and black, black slingshot. That shit looked like a... Um, kind of do like a Batmobile from the front. Me looking at this photo. From the front only though. But yeah. So I went around just now and um, rode with it. I didn't drive it. But only because I don't. I just got to get the hang of some shit like that. Before I start gunning that bitch. Plus I don't like how everybody on their way home. It's 530. So everybody's on their way home. And I'm on a busy street. So I don't feel like gunning that fucking three wheel car up and down. But one of these Saturdays. I'm taking that shit for a good spin somewhere. I don't know where. I might take it and go get a haircut or something, but that shit's fire, yo. <laughs> that shit is so fire. He has, like, it's no um no doors on the side. Um, That shit's fire. Fuck, man. Definitely some shit I would love to have in all black. Mm, we can get it, too. We can get it. If we just put our mind to it and keep on flipping. If I was, like, some of these fucking kids out here and was flipping shoes. Maybe I could. And that is what I was focusing on today. This kid flipping these fucking shoes. So 
a kid by the name of, excuse me, wait, let me run it back some. So a man by the name of Joshua Hunt, who works for Bloomberg Business Week, he did an article on someone named Joe Hebert. Yeah, Joe Habert, who was um, basically a kid flipping fucking shoes. And I know y'all like, well, fucking shoes is shoes. Everybody going to flip something, right? Some people flip jewelry. Some people flip shoes. Some people flip clothes. But it was who he was and who his mom was that makes this shit a fucking problem. Reselling shoes has always been a problem with the internet around that's what i'll say but this kid here he might have fucking bots beat because i mean i hate a bot and i've i've stopped i've stopped shoes as the internet has progressed because bots so that's what i mean by saying that um that flipping shoes has been fucked up since the internet like we had if you're if you if you were trading and um buying and flipping let's say 2000 2009 2014 all the way in between that timeline then you are familiar with soul collector um you were on some ebay you were on your nice kicks um shit what was the we had a jordan app back then uh nike were was doing the um the raffle via um dm so i mean it it was a little different because we weren't fighting fucking bots for every single thing that we were trying to get you know like bots have taken over in the console gaming space it's taken over in clothing it's taken over in a just fuck i mean if somebody really wants it they're going to buy a bot to guarantee that win. So, I mean, how can you really compete with technology? And, I mean, some of these companies swear that they're that they're on this high horse and, oh, fuck, fuck bots. We, we try to make sure that we cancel all those orders. But, I mean, cash is cash. I mean, they ain't, fuck, if, a, if the bot going to pay the 200 a lot of these companies ain't going to say, oh, fuck you, bot. Take your 200 back and let's wait and see if this kid who wants them um, two weeks later is going to put the 200. No, they're, some of these companies are taking that. No, I don't even go for that bullshit because green is green. They don't care who's sending it. Bot, um, alien, human, they don't fucking care. So back to this kid who was selling shoes. So there was a Bloomberg um, Business Week article focusing on his his um his huge sneaker resale business and i mean kid got a fucking this man this man he might be i'm gonna say 17 ish maybe but dude has a whole warehouse stacked full of um just just boxes full of yeezys full of jordan jordan um jordan ones jordan fours and he's sitting with him and he's um He's flipping them crazy prices. Let's I'm going to read a um, caption that he has. And the the name of his spot is West Coast Streetwear um, on Instagram. So it's west.coast.streetwear. So 
uh, caption he has on uh, on a pair of Wolverine fours, navy blue. Not something you see every day. Michigan four ten and a half dead stock with everything original. Forty five hundred. No problem. No problem. No problem. I'm not even mad at that caption, but it's who he is that is stirring up the fucking pot. And this is what I mean when I say that this kid has bots beat. So I know, I know, I know I'm building the suspense here. They like, well, who the fuck is this, um, this kid, Joe Hebert, Hebert. And he's, He's just a kid trying to make money, but his mom is a little different. His mom is. Let me make sure I get her title right. Because I don't want to give off. Mm. His mom is. Fuck, what is her position exactly in Nike? Because his mom is a big wig in fucking Nike. Oh, shit. What is his mom's name? Okay. Ann Habert resigns after. Yes. Okay. So her position is senior Nike executive. She is a senior Nike executive. Her son is reselling shoes. She is a senior Nike executive. Senior. Senior. And he used a card in her fucking name to get these shoes. Senior, though. I just want to keep emphasizing senior. There's no telling who else was working. I mean, a senior. Yeah, I don't think she had friends and family. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't think she gave somebody else a um a, a chance at flipping shoes and her, and she get ten percent on the side. Maybe. I mean, maybe her son was doing it just to just for. I mean, what the fuck are you doing it for? Cause this kid doesn't look nothing but 16, 17. But I mean, he got 500 plus pairs of shoes and he flipping them for three and four pop. I'm just saying, what is, what is he, what is he flipping for? Like, what is his goal for flipping? Cause I'm pretty sure his mom will get him anything he needs. Why, why, why flip at such a massive price? Like, why, why even get into that game? And why not just give somebody who actually wants the fucking shoes that chance to get them at fair price? Cause I don't see what he was aiming for. He's not. He's like this dude. He like he has probably half the fucking inventory that a, a Foot Locker around my neighborhood would have. So I'm pretty confused as to what 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 his end game was. And he had the nerve to be blocking out his face and stuff. So he's trying to be Mr. Mysterious. Like, is he building a fucking brand or what? 
if I'm if I'm flipping shoes and I'm trying to build and grow with that, when you want to know who's the guy behind the the um the business, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, what the fuck is he doing with all that cash? All I'm saying is, you charging forty five hundred for a pair of shoes that were two fifty. Your mom's a Nike senior executive. You probably live in a nice house. Where? What the fuck are you doing with that money? I ain't even got into the part of him picking the fucking. Um, I'm not even gonna speak about it yet. I just, I'm just so focused on what. Where's the money going? Cause I'm looking at his at the warehouse and shit and the shit is shitty like the shit it's it's papers everywhere it's shoes stacked up it's no it's no type of organization like there's no shelves it's just it's shitty so it, it looks like he's doing it it's sh this shit for shits and giggles it's, okay he has a, he has a couple stands but he has a lot of shit just Fucking flailed out. Uh, I wonder, I would love to know if he had employees as well. Gotta have employees. No way you're running that big of a operation without people to run and ship shit off for you. Wonder if that was friends as um family as well. Might have been a might have been a whole fucking family scandal here at Nike. For all we know. But this kid, he fucked it up. He fucked it up for himself. I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him for making money. I'm mad at him for taking pictures with the shoes. He's taking photos with the shoes. He's blurring his face out. He's uh, crossing his eyes out. So uh, what the fuck are you getting at here? Because, I mean, if you're in it for just straight money, you wouldn't even show your face because of who your mom's affiliated with, if you see what I'm saying. Your mom's a Nike um, senior executive. You already know you're building a crazy rep online because of the inventory that you can get. Why not just stay the mystery man unless you're doing meetups? Why even give people the chance to say, oh, we know that silhouette. Oh, we know that outfit. Why even give somebody the chance to do that shit and risk your mom's job if you're not trying to just. <laughs> That's what I'm. Look, I had to stop myself just down because I don't know what the fuck he's getting at. If you truly want money. Why not stay hidden? And this is where I have to question um, a lot of people because I. Do y'all want fame or do y'all want wealth? Because he had wealth and could have built more wealth off of that wealth. But decided to go no telling where he decided to go because I'm just really lost at the whole blurred face thing. The blurred face thing is, I just don't, it's, that, and that's another thing, it's flexing, that's flexing gone wrong, that, that's, 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 that's exactly what it is, flexing gone wrong, it's not that he chose um, fame over wealth, but it's flexing gone wrong, 
he wanted to have the ability to flex to people closer to him, probably. Because you're, you're going to take pictures of all that shit, but you're going to show it to people closer to you and leave the shit a mystery for everybody else that's not close to you. So I'm assuming he was taking shit like that, showing it to his friends. Yo, check it out. I just got a shit ton of Yeezys, a uh, shit ton of Jordan 1s, stuff like that. And somebody probably got jealous. Somebody got jealous and was like, exactly what I'm pointing at. What the fuck are you getting at here? You getting the shoes, probably with ease, defeating bots, probably getting friends and family on shit that's still left on shelves. And you're probably still knocking your friend's heads on the price. Somebody probably snitched on him. Because if you're if you're if you're a loyal customer. Why would you rat out your guy? A loyal customer wouldn't rat out they connect, especially if you get an exclusive J's all the time. So it had to be somebody that was like, these prices are bogus as fuck. Why are you doing it? Had to be. Had to be. I just, I, I really, I don't care for scalpers, um, for hot shit. Now, if you're, if you're flipping old shit, I, then I understand it. But people come in here and they let the hype, they let the hype, um, determine a price. And that's just not it because, because it's fucking whack. There's no, there's no other way for me to, it's just fucking whack. It's whack. I tried to get an Xbox One a couple months ago uh, when it first came out. 500 bucks. No problem. I had, um, I resold so much shit. I had, I had 850 stored up off of purely reselling for my Xbox One. So that was the Xbox and it was the 250 for my one terabyte uh, memory card as well. No problem scalpers with their fucking bots back to the bots walmart couldn't beat the bots amazon couldn't beat the bots target couldn't beat the bots the internet wins and then we have to pay for the hype so you're either stuck between paying eight and a thousand because of the hype or you're waiting so i decided to wait and like a dumbass, I paid for the I paid for the Xbox One bundle, so I got two games, a controller, and my game for, um, and I got my my two year warranty, so all that was like eight sixty, which I mean it's not bad compared to just a regular old single Xbox by itself for eight hundred to a thousand when it first came out, but I didn't care for either one of the games, so I resold both games. I still have the controller, but at the end of the day, I still played like. 100 bucks plus but that was more me paying for time versus um hype i just didn't want to wait another two months and try and see if i could win one when i could just get the bundle right there and just resell everything i had in it so that was me doing that but yeah um scalpers even a playstation it's just the hype the hype the hype if you're not if you're not using the gifts that the internet has given to you and are willing to pay for these gifts, then you are one of the many that are stuck fighting fucking resellers and flippers. We have to put an end to it at some point. It's, and it's, it's no way to really put an end to it. Cause even if you do, 
um, one purchase per person, that that doesn't stop anything. One purchase per person, if you got a thousand resellers with a thousand bots and it's lonely old me on my Verizon Fios Wi-Fi, how do I how do I compete? You can't. You are stuck. You are stuck fighting a losing battle. And I just don't know, man. This this reselling shit is just getting out of hand. It's just every everything. Even I saw a pair of Bape and um 2002R New Balance coming out. I know it's bots on that shit. Like sometimes it's just the even the thought of today's technology, it kind of discourages you from wanting to even try and get the shit anymore. I used to stand in lines, no problem. The thrill of standing in the line and hoping that they had your size as the line dwindles down and you get closer to the door and you can see the cash register is a it's a fucking rush. It's a thrill. Now, the whole inventory online, if you want, if you do try and do something online, because I mean, I don't know if standing in line has died because that shit was it kind of kicked up um, those last couple years I was doing um, shoes and shit. And when I say when I mean by kicked up, I mean kicked up as in uh, danger, not kicked up as in more people no, kicked up in danger. Like those holiday um, Thanksgiving Christmas releases. Uh, shit was getting nuts. So I don't know what the temperature is like for standing in line for a pair of shoes today because I only wear New Balance and a couple of Roshis, but. Mostly New Balance. Everything in my collection is New Balance. I hang my hat on New Balance. So I don't really know what the temperature is for standing in line today. But if you are looking to fight online and stand in line online, fucking inventory. And, and that's crazy to me as well. The whole inventory is out in 30 to 40 seconds. But. Uh, I don't know. I fucking just this is fucking bonkers to me man <laughs> just the way how consumers have to fight each other just like the way consumers have to fight each other for uh, for something that they want is nuts that's why i don't i don't buy a lot of shit anymore i don't feed into a lot of the hype if it's something i truly 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 want then i'll feed into the hype and i'll stare at my phone two minutes before the release and do all that shit and I'll um, copy and paste my, my credit card and make sure I got that shit. So even if I do check out in 25 seconds, who's to say that I'm going to be a winner in that crazy ass battle royale for a pair of limited um, T-shirts or hoodies or uh, or shirts? This resale game is just it's just getting nasty, man. Like, I don't I don't mind the I don't mind the the reselling. But companies have to keep in mind as well, like they putting out these limited fucking qu um, quantities of stuff. And then they telling y'all, oh, we'll be on the lookout for this shit two months in advance. Well, it's limited and you just let the whole world know two months in advance. So if I didn't have a bot two months prior. Then I can go, I can, I can hurry up and find somebody with a quality bot and make sure that I win in two months when the shit comes back around. So I didn't put 60 bucks 
on top of something for a guaranteed win. That fucks it up. What happened to just putting it out? And if when people see it, they you know it spreads. People don't do that no more. Like this this whole fucking hype shit. This hype shit. This marketing shit. Like I get it. I understand. I understand marketing, but marketing it four and five months in advance is fucking some of us up. It's fucking some of us up. Um, trying to think of something else I saw months in advance and time to get to it. The shit's selling out in, in, in seconds. Um, those, um, Slay, what is it? It's Salehi, Brinbury, New Balance. I'm sorry, I, I didn't butcher your name up, but it's Salehi, Brinbury. I, I don't have my phone up, so I don't know exactly what it is, but they promoted them shits. They gave us... They gave us a sneak peek photo of them four months prior. Then gave us the, the complete photo op of the shoes a month afterwards. But the hype was already around them when you gave us the sneak peek of them. So, I mean, y'all know these shits when y'all put these fucking collabs out. And y'all do these sneak peeks and these leaked photos. And then y'all have everybody waning and looking on them shits. And then... And then everybody's already equipped because they know when they come out. If you're going to do something limited, just put the shit out. Just just surprise us. I would rather be surprised by some limited shit than told four months in advance that it's going to be some limited shit. Because <laughs> I'm going to get ready for that limited shit. It's different when you're doing it in person and then it's more of a time thing. Oh, he got here five minutes before me. But no, you're saying, oh, he put 60 more dollars into this item than me. It's fuck bots. Fuck. And fuck those crazy, crazy scalpers. I'm out. If I flip something, I'm not mine. I'm not mad at a hundred dollar, um, hundred dollar profit. I'll take it. Fuck it. If it's, if it's something in that, in that realm. But if I know, like I got my hands on it and I just genuinely couldn't, um, I couldn't fit it, but it's, if it's, it's worth. It's, it's it's worth three X. I might I might just go um I might go um one and a half. It's still a steal, but like y'all hitting people over the heads like y'all trying to pay y'all like you're trying to pay your month's rent off of one item. And then resellers, they look crazy as fuck too when this shit starts selling. That's my oh, that's my favorite. Sometimes that's my favorite game. I just go through and look at the high item that I missed that day because I couldn't get it. And I'll just go and um, filter my size and I'll put on watch list everything and just watch the prices start going down each month and each month and each month. Mm, my favorite game. So a pair of um, this, never that, New Balance came out. Um, limited edition kind of sort of. They sold very fast, very, very fast. Then they were online for $265. Uh, I mean that's a that's a decent price for them. I mean they were 140, they were 140, so like 265. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't mad at it, but I also wasn't paying that shit an extra hundred bucks on a pair of New Balance. I wait two months, a complete restock of the gray ones. I mean you go back two months, everybody's trying to sell them at 160, 169. Still can't get them off because retail's 140. Now you're stuck with shoes that you pay shit on and don't even appreciate. 
Mm. How does that work out for them? I would love I would love to know how that works out for some of them when they when they buy box of shoes and then they get smacked with a crazy restock. Mm. I love it. I love it. Love it. Well, I've been talking for 40 minutes and I don't know. I think I didn't got off all the heat I didn't have for um, resellers and um, I mean, it ain't even no heat for resellers because I'm a reseller myself. It's just the heat for the the ignorant asshole prices. That's who my heat is for. Those assholes with those rinky dink ridiculous prices. You got to be real with yourself too. Hype is only hype only lasts but so long. So I do understand why they try to strike while the iron's hot. But I I don't know what type of strike y'all giving them. Y'all trying to give them a a, a fucking um k- karate chop to the throat and fuck up a windpipe or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what type of strike y'all trying to do y'all trying to fucking penny on good time strike with the iron y'all trying to really instill it on a nigga forever like y'all trying to have me look down at my feet and say damn i really paid 600 for these shits every time or damn i got me a good ass deal on these shits like fuck that man i ain't i ain't giving y'all no money and i hope these people don't give y'all no money and anybody with a bot i hope they don't give y'all no money I'm not paying you to fucking cheat in a. It's like it's a fucking item. Why do we have to have competition in purchasing a company's item? That shit is so crazy to me. <laughs> I I will never get my head around that shit. That's why I stopped. I'm glad I, I did that shit when I was younger, but in my twenties, I would never, never. I'm so glad I stopped that shit. 18 ish just don't see it no more like fighting each other for another company's shoes like another company's shirt nah i can go ahead and get swaggy with something else i can go to the thrift store find some shit i done found some supreme in thrift stores too crazy enough i found i'm trying to think what's some of the craziest shit i found in the thrift store some of the craziest shit i found in the thrift store mm. Hmm. I would say I done found a Supreme shirt. Uh, I found this very old United States Post Office locket box. That was probably from the 60s, I want to say. 50s, 60s, maybe. But yeah, I got that for five bucks. I'm trying to think. What's some crazy shit I've really gotten? And resold. Hmm. I don't have anything crazy. Unfortunately. every Everything I usually. So. What I usually buy. Are things like. Uh, model kits. Jewelry. Uh, video games. I'm heavy on the video games. Heavy on the video games. A lot of GameCube. PlayStation 2 games. Those are my favorites to sell right now. Because. Super hot. I'll I'll bundle up a, a three pack of some PlayStation 2 games with some decent names. I didn't only pay two bucks. 
I get them all for 25. I got a couple games in there individually by themselves that are worth 60. Uh, old anime, um, <laughs> anime, <laughs> anime games. I got um, Inuyasha games. I got a Dragon Ball Z, um, Tenkaichi 3. Uh, so I'm heavy on the video games. Love those easy sales. Clothes I'm heavy on, but mostly on the men clothes. I don't do a lot of women clothes because... I don't know. The women clothes that I do get, them shits don't seem to go. And Ralph Lauren doesn't go anymore either. I remember Ralph Lauren back in 2014, 2013, you put a big pony polo on a, um on eBay or one of those old reseller sites, that shit would go. But now, I mean, I didn't put a um a ladies Ralph Lauren um blazer with the embroidered patch on it. The embroidered patch the embroidery and the patch on it and shit nobody would even give me 45 bucks for it it even had the detail buttons nobody entertained it so i don't know that ralph lauren's pretty interesting to watch how it goes online i see a lot of people focusing more on denim supply which i am a huge fan of as well so if you have any denim supply out there in the extra large or some jeans in a decent 36 38 um i'm heavy on the skinny slim straights hit me up because denim supply is out of they've been discontinued so i see a lot of people hunting for um that portion of ralph lauren then like the polos and all that shit uh what else i'm trying to think what else do i sell that's of some of some money mm-hmm. oh barbie dolls i'm heavy on the barbie dolls we sell a lot of those at my job so um i kind of learned from that shit I've sold, I'm trying to think of some of the Barbies I've sold. I've sold um, the November Birthstone, Birthstone Barbie. I've sold, um, it was a special edition one too. I, damn shame, I can't remember the name. I'm Like I sell so much shit, like I can't even remember half the, half the shit I sell. It's just, I always make sure I give them a good deal, but I can't remember half this shit but i have some um emerald oh that's what it was it was a um just like that i forgot the name of that show it was a special show it was an old show i sold one of those barbies oh fuck i just i sell it all man fucking sell it all sell it all if it can be sold i'll sell it um how do I know if something is worth being being bought? I don't. Sometimes I sometimes I do take a guess on one of those Barbies. Sometimes I do take a guess because um, you'd be shocked. A lot of those old Barbies are um, like fifteen bucks still, new in a box. If like that ain't that ain't shit. Retail hit more for some of them than what they go for now. New in box, I guess. I don't know why. Why that even is the case? Cause I have a few sixty nine ninety nine Barbies still flipped them for like twenty bucks. Like <laughs> fuckers ain't even give me retail on them. New in the box. Barbies are weird like that, no. But uh, yeah. I, so I like to learn about everything. I like to learn about everything. So. As a as a reseller, I've been just learning about Barbies and some of the rare dates and the rare editions. Jewelry, I sell jewelry for a living. So that is my job from 
8 to 430, I sell silver, gold, platinum, diamonds, gemstones. It all, it, you name it, I've probably touched it in the past year and, and some months. Fun job. It's fun to see the shit that, that we sell and all that shit, but for the most part, I'm not really a, a huge jewelry guy. I have, I have, um, two, two pierce, piercings in my ear and a fucking chain. That's it, huh? I don't have the three chain combo and I don't have the, um, the bar going, the bar going across and all my ears pierced with gold and shit. Like, I'm, I'm huge, I'm huge on this, on the, on the unique pieces, but as far as it just being everywhere on me, I'll pass because I'm very hairy. So that's another thing about jewelry. It always gets stuck on me. Like my chain, I'll wish it around and shit like across my chest. It'll just start getting caught up in my chest hair and shit like that. So I I wouldn't even see myself with a, a sack of chains. Now, a small one, like a small choker one, maybe, and then a long one. I would love that combo. But I got to find a nice um rope, nice rope or a Singapore, something like that, maybe. But yeah, so that's my job. I am my hands reek of silver <laughs> and gold from eight to four thirty, and it's a cool job. I've definitely learned a lot. I learned uh, jewelry brand names. I've learned um, um, years of pieces and by the design, shit like that. I learned gemstones, so definitely has been a a good job and it's treated me well. I would love to. Um, we have a, a a class that our company can pay for and I would love to take the class fuck especially if I ain't got to if I ain't got to do it I would definitely use their money and time to increase my knowledge on gemstones and put me ahead cuz I don't get commission from any of it but I sell a sack of a sack a sack of jewelry so my next move from this shit would probably be to go to a jewelry place where I get commission. And I didn't start out in jewelry though. So I, I started out doing more so cameras. That was my specialty, like film cameras, um, speakers, any, all the electronics and shit they gave me. Cause I don't know. I just knew how to open up the cameras and all that shit, the film spool and make sure there's no corrosion in the battery lot. So then after a year of that, they brought me in the office and was like, yo, we want to move you to jewelry and took the, took me by surprise. I'm like me and jewelry, never even thought about it. So they brought me in there and they took me under their wing and fuck, I've been selling and learning ever since. And at this point I can kind of, when I go to flea markets and shit, I can kind of pinpoint, uh, if it's, if it's gold or not. You know, uh, gold isn't too shiny unless it's 24, unless it's 24 karat. If it's 24 karat and it's like really yellow and it's it's shiny and it kind of looks like some fake shit, that's some shit you might want to hold on to. But if it's if it's shooting straight off the light and, you know, it's hard to explain it because 24 karat has a it it has this fake ass look to it. But, you know, if you if you see it a, a lot, you know, that 24 K. But a lot of people would think that shit's fake and straight throw it straight out. Like I've seen a lot of pieces from India, uh, 24k that you wouldn't think was 24k. It looks like, it looks, um, 
like they polished brass kind of sort of that's what it looked like um sometimes to me like they just polished the brass and it just looked really really light that day but yeah i ain't gonna talk about jewelry too much because i'm off work and i ain't gotta go to work tomorrow so fuck jewelry right now i think i'm gonna um wrap this shit up go check my stocks and <laughs> check my stocks check my stocks and smoke up because stock market been crazy crazy i don't think i don't think the stock market man Ooh, there's a lot of pain going on right now and yeah, i mean i'm used to pain i know how to ease the pain but fuck if you if you just got in this shit ugh, this is a it's a terrible um first impression because it's a lot of blood out there red sea a lot of pain all that shit but Hold on to y'all shares. Hold on to y'all hats and make the smart plays. That's all I'm going to say on that one. I ain't going to go too deep in about futures and what the fuck is happening. All I'm saying is, though, Trump would have, Trump, he wouldn't have let this shit go on. A week's worth of of straight market crashing? Eh, Trump would at least put a tweet out. Come on, Biden. Say something about it, brother. Just say, 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 I don't even know what the fuck he he could say. Cause a lot of people, uh, a lot of niggas ain't even rocking with Biden right now. I ain't say I ain't, but a lot of niggas ain't rocking with Biden right now. Friend or foe, we don't know. But all I know is Donald Trump wouldn't let them stocks go below zero. My raps. But oh shit, I don't know. I might be calling this shit a end, man. I think I didn't talked enough and said enough and fuck, I might listen back tomorrow and it sound like a whole bunch of nothing. But try to tell me, was it some something the value I said? I know I'm still all over the place. That's just the way my brain is. I'm a debater. I'm a debater. I'm just naturally a debater. So when I even if I say one side of the point, my brain is just going to snap and be like, well, eh, the other side. I used to, in in um, middle school, I used to have to get up on Saturdays and go to Saturday school. We had to pick some type of class and go there. It wasn't like math or anything like that, but I just happened to pick the debate class. So I just always loved to argue shit. Logical person. That's why I guess relationships don't work out for me. Too logical sometimes. Too logical. Like, that a, yeah. I can see look look at the debater in me i say a logical person look the debater in me said nah boy you fucking emotional look and then i'm like yeah but yeah the debater in me damn what the fuck was i just talking about just now see i didn't went all over the place from middle school debating to something else before that i was just talking about something oh how i always um argue against myself so like uh, i'm just a, a natural natural debater so you you you're gonna catch me a lot of times saying something and then coming right back with the other side like eh, but then again it's just who i am i just can't ignore uh both sides of the both sides of the argument and it's a shame that a lot of people do even even in even in interpreting a fucking sentence which is very alarming because there's no one side to interpreting a sentence some sentences 
some sentences, some sentences are straightforward, sure, but a lot of some some of them have different. It's some of them have words that are subjective. Some of them use um, some of them you just have to pick up pitch and tone or um or uh fuck it's just so much shit in language that you just have to be mindful of that's why i don't like when somebody says you're right or wrong for interpreting a sentence like this like how the fuck did you write an english paper back in high school then because that's the number one thing they tell you in english like if you can argue it you can you can talk about it just argue the shit because it's all in it's not all interpretation but some of that shit's interpretation like I, I said something to, okay this is um stemming from a kevin samuels thing i said and this is my last topic now i'm gonna go smoke no this is from a kevin samuels thing i said so kevin samuels um a video dropped of him on twitter and he was talking to this dude um uh, just asking what he bring to the table shit like this so the dude um says oh well kevin samuels says so are you big down there he says well uh, I ain't, what do you say? Oh, uh, I ain't massive or nothing. Uh, but I ain't, fuck, what do you say? He said something prior, and then I following that, he said, well, no, I ain't no Ron Jeremy or nothing. And then he said, then Kevin Samuels asked him, he said, sir, I'm not asking you if you're above average. I'm asking you if you big. He said, I don't know what that means. I interpreted him mentioning Ron Jeremy in that conversation as a shot, like a low blow. My reason for that was his pitch. He's another thing is people tend to deflect. So if if somebody says, hey, um, are you the best um, painter around? And you say, no, well, I'm not the worst painter around. You would be showing them that you're not at the top of the spectrum, but you're not at the bottom either. So I kind of took it like that as well. Or you can take it as a, as another deflection, just like how people say, um, let's say you and your friends are playing um, basketball. Y'all finish. And he says, well, damn, yo, you play like shit today. And you say, well, damn, at least I ain't play like dot, dot, dot. One of your other friends, you deflected it right off of you and was you know, trying to show that, fuck, I wasn't the worst case in today's, um, you know, situation. So I kind of picked it up like that as well. And when I said, oh, shit, why did Ron Jeremy catch a stray? I had people coming down my neck saying, oh, you're just um, being a, um, an, um, a fucking arrogant ass who doesn't know how to um, how to comprehend. And I'm like, but in all honesty, Ain't no, ain't no, it's subjective. You can, if you want to fucking be like this and have me pull out the, the old AP, um, old AP notebook. I mean, ain't no, it's fucking subjective. Fucking tards, man. Fucking just crazy to me how everybody was just one sided on me, even though I explained my, um, even though I explained the way I had saw it, they were just still one sided. And yeah, that could have been a, it, hey. He could have been saying it as a compliment. And that's how, I mean, like I said, I'm a debater. So I can see both sides of him saying, well, 
I ain't no Ron Jeremy just referring to porn stars, period. And just saying, because um, the stereotype would be how porn stars are bigger. So I can see how he would deflect and say, well, I ain't no Ron Jeremy or nothing. But you can also see how he would deflect and say, well, worst case scenario, I ain't no Ron Jeremy or nothing either. I just don't understand how people are so one-sided on English um, in on Twitter. I'm not going to yeah, on Twitter. Some people are very one-sided on, on English on Twitter. Like, like, like there can't be a, a middle ground. And that's what I was trying to explain to them. I'm like, you're forcing me to say that the wall is blue when it can be purple. Like, why can't there be hints of red and shit and mixed in? Like, why can't we both just see this and say, hmm, I see how you can interpret that. I see how you can also interpret the other side of him when he says, well, I ain't no yada, yada, yada. It's just nuts to me. People, people, they scream about how there's power in words, but you won't even um, acknowledge how how versatile the fucking language is. <laughs> like somebody makes sense of that. They say they say that words are like spells and shit. Don't you know how like they said Juice World? Juice World when he um he started. Oops, lost my thought and my stomach's growling. That's how I know it's time for me to get off this. But yeah, but just how Juice World when they was talking about oh he's talking about um OD and and RIP fucking Juice World man. That's what that might be the um the outro song for the day. One of one of uh, Juice World shits man. RIP for real. But just how like how they were saying. Uh, Juice World was speaking up on his death by talking about how he was going, oh, um, OD one of these days and shit. And they were like, oh, well, it's fucking powers and words. Well, bitch, don't you think it's versatility in words as well? I'm out. R.I.P. Juice World. We gonna drop this song. Peace. This is as far as it goes. This the end of the road. This the end of the rope. The other end of the throat. It's suicidal, she wrote. This is the end of her show. It's over. We doing drugs till we in a coma. We don't love these hoes. Our hearts got caught up. It's hard out here for a lonely stoner. I know I'm doing drugs, but so I just pray to God I never throw up. I pray to God my plug got blow up. I pray to God my plug is to show up. This the end of the road, this the end of the rope, the other end of the throat. It's suicidal, she wrote. This is the end of her show, it's over. We doing drugs till we end. This is as far as it goes. This the end of the road, this the end of the rope, the other end of the throat. It's suicidal, she wrote. This is the end of her show, it's over. We doing drugs till we end. Come on, smoking dope till I'm in a coma.
this the end of the road. This the end of the rope, the other end of the throat. It's suicidal, she wrote. This is the end of the show, it's over.